Hello and welcome to Note Doctors. My name is Paul. My name is Jen. My name is Ben. And we are your hosts. We are all university music theory instructors who are passionate about music theory and music theory instruction. In this podcast, we will be talking about all things theory with some of the best music theory teachers in the country. If you want to know more about music theory and the most effective and innovative ways to teach it, this is the podcast for you. So we're, we're all trying to practice gratitude in right. 2020 mm-hmm. to help ourselves stay sane. That's right. And, and we've so made it. We survived. We survived. We have survived. Somehow. Somehow. And our students, our students survived. They yeah. did. They did. And more of them passed than I thought were going to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was quite remarkable some of how successful some of the students were in this mm-hmm. uh, in mm-hmm. this situation. But true. so we thought we would go around and share some of our favorite things from this semester and things we've learned, things we've appreciated, um, maybe some surprises. And so none of us have really talked about what our favorite things are. So we're going to learn about them together and 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 find out. So I guess I will start because I as we talked before, I think I had the most favorite things. And so I'll just kind of start off. (laughs) Um, But one of my favorite things from this semester was teaching in my house shoes. I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed because <laughs> uh, I'm totally online. And so we have hardwood floors in my office. And so it gets cold when you're teaching at 830 in the morning. And so putting on my house shoes, I'm wearing pants. I've always worn pants. I've never kind of worn pajamas. <laughs> Full disclosure. Full disclosure. <laughs> All right. I don't just wear a dress shirt on top, but, uh, you know, I'm fully clothed. But um, having house shoes on has been great. It's just really, I'm wearing house shoes right now, actually. And so I don't know if that makes me old or out of touch, um, but that has definitely (laughs) been one of my favorite things about teaching during the pandemic is being able to wear house shoes, for sure. I have a related favorite thing on my Mm -hmm. list, which was office hours at home with comfy pants on. There we go. Nothing better than that. Mm -hmm. And no shoes. I'm a no shoes kind of girl. Okay, that's fine. And so... Office hours with no shoes and comfy pants is great. Now, mm-hmm. full disclosure, I often don't have shoes on in my work office either. <laughs> <laughs> but at home, I don't have to like race to put them on when someone knocks on my door. Right. So. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I, I love I love I love the comfort factor. I mean, I looked at my dress shoes the other day and I'm like, I have not worn you in months. Mm, right. Yeah. Because I haven't had I haven't had a need to at all. So, yeah, I think yeah. my dress code at the beginning of the semester was really high and I thought, oh, I need to look the part and I need to make these Zoom meetings be like actual meetings and, you know, head to toe, hair, everything. <laughs> and then, you know, about mid semester it just kinda had a slow decline to, uh-huh. you know, not even a collar at the end of the semester for Zoom Zoom call. Right. I'm like it's <laughs> well, it's just a black T shirt. It's dressy. Yeah, right? yeah. Black T shirt, exactly. <laughs> yep. Totally. For women, so I was just discussing this with a friend, that for women, the question is, I actually wear makeup for Zoom meetings because you're seeing my whole face, Mm -hmm. but I'm maybe less likely to wear it on days I don't have meetings because I'm in a mask in front of my students. So now that I'm back face to face, most of my face is covered in class, and so I I wear less makeup. It all ends up on the inside of the Mm -hmm. mask anyway, so... 
Oh, and that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. You take off the mask and you're Thanks. like, well, that's face colored now. That's. <laughs> Mine are coffee colored. Coffee colored. Coffee colored. Uh, <laughs> that too. Yeah. I haven't shaved as often. I think partly because whenever I do go out, I'm wearing a mask, and so you know. Right. And. Um, oh yeah, that was totally on my list. Mm. All right. So that oh, there we go. Shaving. So I guess I guess comfort. That's been one of our favorite things. Yeah. For yeah. this past for semester, sure. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. So I have kind of a random one, and that is I and I discovered it this very week actually as one of my new favorite things i don't know why it took me this long but i realized that if i muted myself during sight singing exams i could sing along and then i really know without a mm. doubt when they are wrong you know because i don't have perfect pitch right. wow nice and so and mm-hmm. so if they start to get off key sometimes if their relationships are right but they're in the wrong key or whatever it can right. be harder to tell like where it went astray you have to go back and re-listen mm-hmm. which is the, kind of related i love that you can now i'm always recording sight singing exams and i can very easily you know just be like i'm going to mm-hmm. check that one later we have a big kind of barrier exam at my unit well it's not it's a proficiency exam but it functions sort of as a barrier and uh we there were a few where i was like i'll, I'll double check that one before i send the official grade because mm-hmm. yeah. we all were like well i heard this many wrong notes no i only mm-hmm. heard these and i think they finished on the same dough i don't think they did you know right. so and especially if there are tuning issues things like that sometimes mm-hmm. it can be hard to tell and so especially for the the oral skills for students where it's hard their stuff is really hard right and so if they get off just the tiniest bit it can be tough to tell what just happened Mm. and uh so but if you're singing along it's very easy to be like well they are clashing with what i am singing right or they're singing beautifully against what i'm singing but it's not the same note (laughs) so (laughs) so that was a that's a handy upside i think yeah, that's a good hack um, because that is yeah. that's been something helpful. All the recordings, you're always able to go back and you know I can mm-hmm. check it on my keyboard or something like that. As long as yeah. they actually sing in a in one of the twelve keys that I have on my keyboard, if they <laughs> yeah, start like a quarter <laughs> G quarter sharp. Yep. You're like, yep. uh, I mean, yeah. well, that yeah, one of the ones that we were in question about. Uh, I went back and checked it and I was like, the reason we were struggling is because the student was about a, a quarter tone sharp right. on the first melody and a to quarter tone with. flat on the second melody. Well, yeah, so, I mean, wow. I guess their average is about right. <laughs> that's, what you <laughs> that's what you get when you have Jacob Collier in your oral skills class. <laughs> right? right. Thanks a lot, buddy. <laughs> you don't round up his yeah. grade uh he you ask him to round up his pitch a little bit yeah right yeah <laughs> sing, please sing in one of our known keys you know <laughs> yeah that's awesome no g sharp major or right. g what does he say g half sharp major or whatever yeah, it's, yeah. That, it's a video of um mm-hmm. it's a in the bleak midwinter i think he has that modulation yes. up to like yeah. g quarter sharp or something like yeah that. yeah and so pretty cool yeah pretty cool well, I have a somewhat unrelated favorite thing that I did because I was uh, often asynchronous um, in the lectures, and there were various reasons why I chose to do that. One of them is because I had students in almost um, all time zones um, across the world, mm-hmm. meaning some of my students were in Japan, and some of my students mm-hmm. were also all the way around as far as Hawaii. Mm-hmm. 
and that makes it really hard to do <laughs> lots mm-hmm. of synchronous sessions yeah. just even just in the morning or 9 a.m or something here mm-hmm. in texas time you know gosh the the demands that would put on somebody in japan and also mm-hmm. hawaii would be so early or late depending i don't know yep. i think mm-hmm. students now stay up really late so maybe that's late instead of morning for me 1 a.m right. is early morning but for them i think it's actually really late <laughs> So, yeah, teaching across all these different time zones was really fascinating. And Mm -hmm. just to be able to do that, I think, is one of the big advantages of doing asynchronous um, lectures. I think that is is on the plus side for sure. It was was really cool to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I had a student in Thailand, and I didn't know that. Um, And it, it was a grad class in the summer. And oh, it was wow. all synchronous, and I thought they were going to be at least in the country, and I didn't find out until mm-hmm. I think the second week that that oh well by the way I'm in Thailand so <laughs> it was like 1 p.m. Texas time I don't even know what it was in Thailand but it, yeah it's probably like mm-hmm. it's in the future it's the next day <laughs> yes. <Right>. yeah yeah <laughs> it's like two in the morning I'm like all right yeah but I, I agree the asynchronous option is so valuable because we have students. Um, and then in the fall too, we had students who mm-hmm. were not in, not in Denton, not in, in the city or the state, uh, for, mm-hmm. for a number of reasons. And, um, and yeah. Yeah. I too had a student in India and a, a student in South Korea and the student in South Korea, actually in those juried, uh, sight singing exams, I hadn't mm-hmm. seen her in quite some time because I only pop in on the juried part. I'm on the panel. And I saw her and said, oh, hello, it's so good to see you. And I said, what time is it there? She said, it's 3.10 a.m. <laughs> I thought, oh, yeah. I feel so bad that we're making yeah. you do this. But, you know, she's like, it's okay. I've kind of shifted my schedule around because right. I've done this all semester. <laughs> you know, but... It's like they're working a third shift, like in a factory right. type right. of thing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> right. And my student in, the, in India was in 8 a.m. theory at 10 p.m. at night or whatever. So, yeah. but, you know, sh- you know. It's amazing to me how if a student, one of the things that I really observed this semester was that if a student really wants this, then they they still thrive. And uh, both of those students are strong students and really thrived in, yeah. in our classes, despite those challenges, which is really, I think, very impressive. So. All right, so another one of my favorite things and thinking about students, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you had this, um, but the one student who always had their camera on, like, I, I don't know if you always require students to have their cameras on. I did not. Um, because you know, sometimes only during tests, you know, we did not Yeah, only did you know, not. during tests or, but you know, obviously face to face things, but mm-hmm. for lectures, like in my arranging class, I didn't require them to have their cameras on. And sometimes they did. And they would be clearly that they're driving. So sometimes I was glad they didn't have their cameras on. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. they're, like they're going through a drive through and they're like, <laughs> Yes, I know. They order a four chord. Just kidding. Fries, fries. (laughs) But there would always be at least one student in in every class that would have their camera on every time, like fully dressed, ready to go, you know, um, smiling, interacting. And so that would give me life because if you're just speaking into the void all the time and just see the Mm -hmm. names or the little avatars and like, What's even happening? You know, is yeah. anything is anything cutting through? I don't know. I had a couple students show up in Zoom. They had found like Facebook pictures of myself and my colleagues, and they had them like behind them in their Zoom. That happened oh. a few times, which would crack me up every time. I'd be like, oh, hello. 
<laughs> oh yeah, a couple students took pictures of me with my yeah. headphones and everything, and then that became their background of the day, mm-hmm. quote unquote, and all of this. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. I <laughs> I would have done the same exact thing in undergrad, mm-hmm. so I can't blame them. I can't. Yeah. It's yeah. Too funny. Do you think teaching in this manner uh, kind of uh, levels the playing field a little bit or like it it knocks the professor down a little bit as far as kind of um, uh, not of authority, but like there's a comfort level that is established in like a Zoom setting that you don't have in a classroom. Like in the classroom, you have this clear I'm the professor, your students, you know, just the way the classroom is structured and how, you know, you're at the front of the class and then um, the students are at their seats. In this setting, it's it's a little bit more, um, uh, everyone's kind of on the same plane. Everyone has the same mm-hmm. little square that they're looking at. Um, mm-hmm. I wonder if that, that changes that dynamic at all. Maybe. I mean, I thought a lot in the spring when I, when we were fully online, I thought a lot about the fact that I was basically inviting all of these students and my colleagues and people in, on committees and things that I barely knew into my home yeah. every day, right. you know, right. and uh, I, I have a home office. I'm lucky that way, but I, I would sometimes move around too. So if I was sitting out in the kitchen, sometimes the students would be like, oh, what are you what are you? Is that a smoothie on the counter? You know, and you're like, oh, <laughs> my gosh, cookies. they're just like observing. Yum. Yeah, right. observing so much about my <laughs> yeah. personal life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more intimate. In yeah, a, it's interesting. In a way, yeah. I, in a normal semester, both of you have kind of seen me in action. And I go all over the room and I will sit next to my mm-hmm. students. And I like to have a wireless uh, microphone if I'm in a bigger room because I move around so much. So I've actually kind of tried to achieve that in a normal semester as far as getting down really looking at what's on their papers and sitting next to them and Mm. you know it's not the same but I think Zoom does do a good job of kind of equalizing that and making everyone Mm -hmm. at least feel heard in a certain way Mm -hmm. Um, so if you rule accessibility out of it then yeah yeah I think so I think it does do do something for that it does Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm and there's moments when you have your kid running in like right. oh yeah oh by the way or, you're like i need a piece of paper or they're like yeah like, <laughs> and at first i was like you gotta stay out of here stay out and then by then i'm like just come in it's no secret i have children all right right um, <laughs> like, cool what about who am i trying to hide this from right, right, right. <laughs> yeah i mean i there was definitely a moment in the spring where students asked me to play something in class and i wasn't anticipating needing to do that and the piano in my home office was on the far wall from where my uh, computer was. And I definitely was wearing like moose Christmas pajamas or something on <laughs> bottom. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, can you can you play that example for us? And I was like, OK, so something's going to happen. I'm going to get up and you're going to see that I'm wearing moose pajamas and you're just going to have to live with that. Yeah. That's where we are now. <laughs> Oh. I mean, they loved it, I think, but you know, sure. Yeah. Right. That is a great equalizer when you're like, well, mm-hmm. I used to be Dr. Weaver and now I'm that person who teaches you wearing moose pajamas. So right. that's, uh-huh. that's where we've come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome. fantastic. All right. Who's next with their favorite thing? Oh, I don't know. I can go. So another one of my favorite things this semester was also happened this week. 
And it's something that I often get to do um, in a semester, but it was much easier this time because it was on Zoom. So we have a large songwriting program and the my colleague who oversees that program often invites myself and um, the other songwriting professor to come attend their sort of like final jury day. And so I, I got to sit in on those on Wednesday and it's always one of the best parts of the semester and that held true this time. And I was amazed at what they've been able to do given that they have very limited access to the studio, given that, you know, just this semester is what it is. And yet still they were producing some incredible songs um, with just a lot of potential for when they could really like take them to full production. So the way our system works is they have kind of an intro class where they learn to write lyrics um, or it's very lyric focused. The The person who teaches it is an English professor actually, but she's also a musician and a songwriter. So she's a perfect person to teach that class, um, but it's very lyric focused. And then in the advanced class, it's very like, um, they write a lot. They write, you know, 12, 15 songs, something like that in a semester. And then uh, in the final class, they have to team up with recording majors to produce kind of a little EP of mm -hmm. the songs that they've written. And sometimes they're, sometimes they are also recording majors. They can, they can double dip there. The recording and songwriting degrees are really similar, but um, I'm really excited to hear where some of those songs go in their final stage after next semester. And I was so impressed by, by what they were able to do. And it just reminded me that of what I said earlier, that some of our students are really resilient. Some of them are really struggling during this time. And mm -hmm. so but I think that's kind of true of us too. Like yes. I have, yeah. I have resilient moments and then I have days where I'm like, I'm not going to make it, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to get to the end. Mm -hmm. And yet right. here we are. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 We made it. I th that's, you know, that's definitely one of my favorite things. It's just been the students. Like when I was thinking mm -hmm. of, of these things, just the students are still my favorite thing. They're my favorite yep. thing when I'm face to face and they're, you know, they're still my favorite thing and their resilience, their eagerness to learn. Um, and you still have those students who, who will send you emails were like, I'm, 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 I'm working hard and I, I, and I, I know this is going to be the best, but I'm going to do my best. And I just want you to know, it's not up to my, up to, you know, my own standard, whatever. And mm -hmm. you, know, you look on your, their grade and they're like getting a 92%. Right. <laughs> and, and I'm like, like you, like, I, I, I believe that you're going to do exceedingly well and you know, you don't have anything to worry about. Um, right. So those students that are still, you know, uh, would be those students kind of knocking down your door uh, to get that 93 up to a 95, you know, um, <laughs> are still there. Um, but the students that I've been most amazed by are the ones that are zooming from their job at Whataburger, which is a fast yeah. food joint, or mm -hmm. um, you know, or like they're <laughs> they're on break at oh where where did that one student work? Tom Thumb. A grocery store she oh would send gosh. so yeah so um we would do video videos of their sight singing and so i'd have students recording themselves from break rooms from tom thumb this other student looked like she was like a receptionist in some kind of healthcare facility she's like wearing her mask mm. and singing you know otman melody 20.11 and <laughs> Oh, man. And in the background, you know, you hear like the intercom or something like that. And it's amazing, like yeah. how they're able to cobble together um, a successful semester 
in spite of all mm-hmm. the things that else had gone on, it was just amazing. And I'm so grateful and, and so proud of so many of them for what they did. Yeah. 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 Even students just coming back from really difficult situations in terms of loss in their family due to COVID, mm-hmm. um, yeah. their own health, mental health is mm-hmm. been huge this semester. And I would say quite a few of my students overcame significant challenges, challenges that no yeah. one probably saw coming, challenges that were probably bigger challenges than a lot of them had faced in a lot of different ways. And to see them overcome that and, you know, to kind of give them the flexibility to turn in things, you know, mm-hmm. weeks later, mm-hmm. I mean, that was just a huge, huge uh, positive from yeah. from this semester, you know, Definitely. to see them overcome that. Mm-hmm. Right. It made me think about, and I think Blaze talks about talked about this in our in our interview with our podcast with him about you know what's what's the main point are we what's the point of mm-hmm. our teaching is it for them to get you know hundred percent on a dictation or right. is it be able to understand this basic concept and I think the flexibility that's that's something I don't know if it was one of my favorite things because of course it creates a lot of hassles when you're flexible mm-hmm. with assignments and when things are turned in mm-hmm. but it really made you think about, okay, what's, what do I really want these students to do? What is, what's, what is going to make them successful? And how am I, you know, how am I grading this? You know, am I going to be that nitpicky? Okay. That was really, you didn't get that half diminished seven of five. It was a fully diminished seven of five. Um, You know, those types of things, or I want you to turn it in and work hard. And I don't care if it's a week late or something like that. I want you to be able to, you know, to, to finish it or to be able to do it rather than this kind of arbitrary assi- uh, arbitrary date that we that we mark. So that flexibility piece has been important, I think, for me to kind of learn and to think about going into the future about, okay, well, how am I grading and what's what are my expectations? Because, of course, we want to still it can't just be like, well, turn in whenever you want. Um, right? Right. <laughs> because in the real world, there are deadlines. You have to get mm-hmm. things yeah. done at certain points. But where is that flexibility? Where's that grace? And, and where's that balance? Yeah. Yeah. I had a number of students get COVID or have to quarantine. Some students had to quarantine and then later they got COVID. So they were in and out of my classroom oh my. quite a bit, even though I was face to face. And... I saw a lot of the same things. I was impressed at, at, you know, I had students who tested positive and still never were absent once the entire semester. Wow. And hmm. um, that's something that we would never have had before, before this happened, right? If a student was ill like that and needed to be away, they would just have to be away. Mm-hmm. And there would be no like, well, you know, I watched the video of class, you know, I had several kids where they were truly absent. They just didn't show up or whatever. One of them said, Oh, my alarm didn't go off, you know, but I watched the, I saw that that you had recorded class that day. So I just watched it later to make mm-hmm. sure I wasn't behind. Cause I, I call on people a ton in class and I went to call on that student and then was like, Oh, you weren't here. And she said, no, I can answer because I watched, I attended anyway. You know, mm-hmm. those are the things that like, Many times I thought if I was an undergrad going through this last year of school, how would I be doing? Yeah. You know, how would I be functioning? And um, kudos to them for still showing up and still doing the work, even if it's late. And still, you know, I allow homework corrections. And I was thrilled to see the corrections folder so full every time I went there. They actually did them, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I think sometimes when I teach, I feel like if I don't have the interaction with them, then somehow they're, they've got to be missing something. Like surely they didn't understand, you know, how a first inversion four chord sounds, you know, because I didn't have this interaction with them. But then this semester it was like, I would have a Zoom call with a student and they would refer to things that I had taught them asynchronously. And it was like, oh, wow. You know, I have to trust the fact that they're actually taking on these concepts asynchronously and that when I talk to them, they can converse like professionals about it. Uh, and it's really cool to see that, you know, mm -hmm. um, to have them refer back to stuff that I never interacted directly with them on. But yet they they understood. They totally, totally understood it. It was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What other favorite things do we got here? <laughs> I liked oh, having yeah, a week but... off at Thanksgiving. That was my other favorite thing. Uh, oh, we never have, yeah, that's nice. We never have a week oh. off at Thanksgiving, oh. but we did this Whoa. year because uh, we normally have a long fall break, uh, the longest that I know of, of any school. We have yeah. a full yes. week mm. for fall break. It's in the beginning of October, and it's really magnificent, but we did not have that <laughs> this year. <laughs> Instead, we had a week off at Thanksgiving, which was also, it turns out, really quite lovely. Just it was a long haul to get there. That's right. how we all, uh, that's how we're all, everyone else lives, Jen. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We start end of August and we, it's a slog to the whole November. way to, yeah. Yeah. No, I know. You get into November, well, you guys have both taught at DBU. So you have, you that's have right. experienced the joy it. that is, that is fall that's break. Right. It's a pretty yeah. great thing. I'm not going to deny that. Nice. All right. So yeah. I guess one of my favorite things is, again, this is a silly one is the new habitual sayings that I now have. Okay. Cause like, you know, when you're teaching face to face, there's certain things like, you know, what questions do you have? I mean, you still could say that over zoom, but, uh, um, but there's things like, you know, let me share my screen. I can't tell you how many times <laughs> I've yes. said that. Yes. Let me share my screen. Uh, and yeah. I'm always look like, and it always takes me longer than it's supposed to, but let me share my screen. Let me share my screen constantly. Always. And to go along with that, it's let me make you a co-host because sometimes if you <laughs> are the host, then you cannot have a screen yes. sharing with the student. Uh -huh. The student really needs the screen share with you. Yes. Yep, totally. Yep. Uh -huh. There's that. I think, There's... I think for me, it's for our online friends because I, I have, I always have kids not in the room and kids in the room. Yeah. And so, uh, or students, adults, mm -hmm. not in the room and adults in the room. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, for me, it's frequently for our online friends. <laughs> Give me one second, and I will uh, share my screen or whatever. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's those things that you never thought you would be saying, but you're always mm -hmm. saying. I think put it in the chat. That's another one that I would put say. It put, yeah. it chat, put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. Yeah, please turn your mic. mic on and tell me blah blah blah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> or turn your mic off. Yeah, because I can hear well, your aunt too. in the background or something. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's a video of this um, professor saying, uh, am I frozen? Like, and her students took every like instance of her Zoom meetings and like spliced it together. It's like a three minute video of her, of her just saying, am I frozen? Am I frozen? Am I frozen? <laughs> am I frozen? Am I frozen? <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know how many times I said, let me share my screen, but so many, so many good. times. 
So I have my student attending in India and um, there was a day where she turned her mic on. It often startles everyone in the room when, you know, unexpectedly there's a voice from above. And frequently I have it turned, I have it turned way up because the musical examples in the textbook we use are often really quiet. So I'll have the volume crank the entire way up. So then when the student speaks, it's like deafeningly loud. (laughs) And that happened this day. And the student was like, Dr. Weaver, I don't know what to do because you sound like a robot. And I, I can't, I literally can't learn anything because I'm just laughing all the time. <laughs> and so we and figured out we it must have been. The example. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, it's literally in like a MIDI robot voice. And um, we figured out it had to be her internet somehow sure. because other students in the room logged in and they were like, you sound normal to me, yeah. you know? So, but yeah, it was pretty funny. So she's like, just make sure it's recording and I'll watch it later. But I can't, I'm not going to learn anything this way because the whole time I'm just cracking up at the way you sound. So that reminds me of the Zoom call transcriptions. Now I never did this, but maybe you can comment, but (laughs) some people got these transcriptions that were produced by some computer Mm -hmm. program of what they said in their lecture. And then, you know, it's totally (laughs) off of what they were saying is some, you know, it sounds close to it when you read it, obviously, but the the transcription, you know, is like the crazy brown fox, whatever, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, uh, so we use Kaltura in our in our, in Blackboard, in our, you know, learning management system and Kaltura updated so that it automatically puts subtitles in there for you. So videos Mm -hmm. that I made this last spring, a couple of them I've used again. And, uh, in, there was one about Coltrane's giant steps in in the jazz class. And so frequently it said Coltrane's like coal, what you use to burn for fuel (laughs) and trains like the means of transportation. Uh-huh. And then uh, I forget what else it was like major third transformations. And I forget it said something about birds and yeah, I, it was pretty crazy. Bird pretty transformations crazy. Bird transformations on coal trains. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like music theory. Yeah. <laughs> Flipgrid. Cause yeah. I use that for um, uh, sight singing and okay. they, they do mm-hmm. um, closed captioning. And yep. so <laughs> So for all of their melodies, I would occasionally just have it on and it'd be hilarious. It's like Tito loves so much. <laughs> anything, anything that's going Tito, like Tito would be Tito. Like Tito so has, and it's just like so random and so funny what they would, um, how they would translate you know, yeah. solfege. And so I, I, I did enjoy that. That was one of my favorite things. That's great. We do keyboard quizzes and on a couple of the keyboard quizzes, they're, closed captioning was turned on and it literally would just say boom 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 (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) those are the things we have to enjoy so funny totally yes yes for sure yeah i had a student who i don't know what her mic situation was but every time she turned her mic on it was like she had a vacuum cleaner like right next to her oh my. <laughs> and so she would turn it was like <laughs> like the whole time and and, and you know are you okay i, are I know you under like duress? she's talking and but it's just like i don't know if it's like the ac i don't know yeah. what but she got a new microphone like halfway through the semester and i had never said anything because i didn't want to like call right, her out right, like like right. your, your mic sounds like you're talking into a trash bag right. um <laughs> but uh yeah but yeah and then she got the new mic i was like wow and and so yeah 
But the technology creates some humorous things for sure. It does. Oh, yeah, I love no two sight singing exams where it'll freeze for a second and then you'll get like la, uh, 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 until it moves on. Those are my favorite too. <laughs> yeah, and then it'll be really super accelerated the next part. Right. Oh, yeah. Figuring out whether they're doing rhythm correctly is like. But one of my yeah. colleagues hacked that. One of my colleagues told them they had to sing with a metronome. Because then yeah. you can hear how they relate uh -huh. to the metronome. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that. that's smart. So, yes. Yeah, yeah I had some singing with metronomes all the time. And that, that does help because then you can tell, mm -hmm. okay, yeah, that, that click is, <laughs> is still going steadily or not. So. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, my. So any other favorite things? We're kind of probably nearing the end of our time. We all have, you know more sleep to catch up on and True. Uh, things. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, this might sound cheesy, but making this podcast has been one of the best parts of 2020 yeah, in my work life. Totally. For sure. Totally. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. This has been, this has been a pleasant surprise and we're really excited for uh, the spring. Some of yeah, our we have some, guests that we, we have. We have some exciting guests coming we on do. in the spring. We do. Mm -hmm. So those will be rolling out in January. So Make sure to to listen for those. But yeah, this has been a lot of fun. I've learned a whole lot. Same. Uh, and it's been yeah. just inspiring because again, we can feel so isolated mm -hmm. in this pandemic, and certainly we're going to still feel isolated <laughs> into the spring, yep. um, mm -hmm. up until you know things eventually improve. But this podcast has been great for just getting to talk with others and share ideas. You know, when we mm -hmm. can't go to conferences, we can't. You know, even you know, see each other out, you know, for fun. Um, so that, right. this podcast has been a blast, and certainly one of my favorite things for this semester. Yeah, it's helped me stay kind of excited and motivated, and all of those things. And on the days where you're like, you know, I don't know, everything's going wrong, and you can't grade. My grading takes me so much longer now that it's oh. all on the computer. It takes, I think, three times as long. Just one of my and... least favorite things is yes. grading on Canvas. <laughs> oh my gosh, the little yes. marker tool. Like, the yes, yeah. and it'll stop working if you accidentally use it to scroll in Blackboard. It'll then stop writing, and you have to go the whole way back. Yes, yes. but we're not doing least favorite. We're not things. doing that. We're not. We're but I just want to say that on those days where you're like, I could take Blackboard and throw it in the river <laughs> and never miss it again. <laughs> For a single minute, uh, you know, then we would get together and talk about our students and our work and how we're doing, and mm. it helped every single time. So, yeah, yeah. agreed. Well, well, on that joyful note, <laughs> yeah, on that joyful note, yeah. yeah. So we will be back in a few weeks. We're gonna take a little break, um, but uh, please don't forget to, you know, subscribe, rate and review you know give us that five star review that's helpful i think i don't really it know is. um it's helpful <laughs> yeah. for people to find us with those but if you have a chance to do the do that we would greatly appreciate it see you in the new year see you in 2021 so that's our show thank you so much for listening to note doctors the music theory and pedagogy podcast we'll be back with more interviews with professors and teachers who will be dropping all sorts of theory knowledge for your education edification and enjoyment so until then, bye-bye.